I want to be clear right now. This is going to be one of those episodes where I get a little ranty. It's for good. And you need to hear this. So stay with me in this one. If you have felt the frustration of answering the same question 600 times, today's episode is for you. If you have felt the frustration of poor fit clients showing up to sales call after sales call and you leave yourself just pounding your head against your desk going, why would they have thought that this was going to be the solution? This one's for you. So let's get into it. Welcome to the More Profitable Podcast with Stacey Harris. I'm Stacey, and this is the spot to learn more about the strategies, tactics, and tools you need to build your more profitable podcast. My team and I work every day with podcasters like you to shift shows from frustrating time sucks to productive members of your sales team, because your show should be built to generate and convert leads. So let's get into it. When I talk about your podcast, you most frequently, if you're listening, hear me talk about using your show to generate, educate, and convert right fit clients. You'll notice nowhere in there do I say nurture. Nowhere. Not a nurture to be seen. Here's why. I don't like the word nurture when it comes to content. Because nurturing implies that we're just trying to make you feel good in the spot you're in right now. I don't want to nurture you in the spot you're in right now. You're not happy with the spot you're in right now, or you wouldn't have been listening to the show. You wouldn't have followed me on TikTok or Instagram or connected with me on LinkedIn. You wouldn't be signed up for the email list. You wouldn't be showing up to podcast roundtables. You wouldn't be subscribed to the podcast newsroom. You wouldn't be looking at the Profitable Podcaster Mastermind. You wouldn't be considering production with us. You wouldn't be considering booking an intensive with us. You wouldn't. You would feel good where you are, and it would be great. And I would want to nurture that. But that's not how you feel. And so I don't want to make you feel that way. I want to solve the problem that will shift you into just being better. I don't want to make you feel like your podcast process is easier. I want to make your podcast process easier. I want to make you feel like your podcast is more effective. I want to make your podcast more effective. And to do that, I don't need to nurture you. I need to educate you. I want to talk about today this idea of client education, of listener education, because if you can understand this, It will shift the way you think about your episodes. It will shift the way you build your podcast. Because you're going to go from building a show and being in your routine of it's another week and another episode to really understanding the purpose of the episode you're releasing and the time you're releasing it. You're going to be building an asset library, a resource library. So when somebody DMs you, when somebody asks the same question somebody 6,000 other people have asked in your inbox, you don't spend time answering the same question you've answered 647 times before. Instead, I know, you're ready for it. You're going to send them an episode. We talk about that all the time on the podcast. Here's a great resource for that. Absolutely. I'd love to tell you how I work with clients. Here are three episodes on the three offers we have. It's blah, 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 blah. Here's what working with Uncommonly More looks like. Here's what happens in a podcast strategy intensive. Here's how to generate, educate, and convert right fit clients inside 
the Profitable Podcaster Mastermind. All three of those episodes exist in the show, and they are sent to people weekly because I am educating my audience into a decision. I am not nurturing them into staying where they are. I'm not amplifying their discomfort without providing a way out of it. And that's what happens when we nurture. That's what most business owners are doing with their podcast. They're giving their audience a place to go and sit endlessly in that discomfort, all while feeling like they're doing something about it. I don't want you to feel like you're doing something about it. I want you to do something about it. That's why the show is built the way the show is built. And it's why I want us to rethink about how we talk about education. And that's what I want to get into now. I want to I break this down into the two ways we educate. We are either educating them on their problem or we are educating them on their solution. At no point are we educating them on how to do what we do. We may be giving them context. We may be giving them line of sight on how we think about things. But it is not an endless list of how-tos. We are not YouTube tutorials. We are service providers. We are experts. And it is not our job to prove how smart we are. It is our job to help move our listener out of their problem and into their solution, which is, for most of us, working with us. And so we need to educate them through that decision-making process. And we can do that with these two kinds of education content, educating them about their problem and educating them about their solution. Let's first start talking about educating them on their problem. This is the content that when somebody sends you a DM on Instagram and they ask a question about your expertise, I'm trying to think of what this would be for me. Let's, let's use last week's episode. Should I be using Facebook ads to grow my podcast? This is something we talk about all the time. Here's an episode we recently did on the podcast talking all about how we think about Facebook ads and podcasts working together. So instead of me writing a paragraph on what I said in that episode, I just send them the episode. I actually have in my Instagram saved replies that are episodes of this show. Very simply, they are episodes of this show and text. (laughs) And I customize it, but when I get the same question over and over, because we all get the same questions over and over, it's called good branding. Like, we're experts in what we're experts in. We work with lots of people. We're going to get the same questions over and over again. It's the nature of our jobs. And so I'm ready for that. This episode, we'll go into that. Because I guarantee you I'm going to get a question about what kind of education content should I be putting out? How can I better be nurturing my audience? And this episode will go there. If you're somebody who I sent this episode to as a response to that, you see, I've seen it at work. You've seen it. That's what happened. That's me educating on the problem, right? It's me answering those, those not entry level, but those very problem-specific questions. Now, how do I educate into solution? Well, this is where I'm looking at what are the things that come up on my sales calls all the time? What are the questions or the conversations we had or we addressed over and over again in our quarterly calls this month? This is something I do every 
quarter cycle. So the last month of the current quarter, we sit down with all of our production clients and we plan the following quarter. So in March of Q1, we sit down with all of our production clients and we plan Q2. In June of Q2, we do the same thing for Q3, so on and so forth throughout the year. So in March or in June or in September or in November, which is when we do the Q1 ones, I come to the end of that month and I go through my notes from all of my calls with all of my clients and I will go through and I'll identify the thing we said nearly every time, in some cases, every call. And I'll go, that's what we need to do for content in the next quarter. So I do my quarterly planning after I do those calls because that's how I build the content that is going to educate my listeners into a solution. These are the conversations my clients and my leads are having. That's what I need to address on my podcast. And so that's the difference. My educate into problem is coming from people who are in my DMs, who are showing up on the podcast roundtable. This is also something I do after we do our, our monthly podcast roundtables. I make I, We have a dashboard. Let me take this back. So when you sign up for the roundtable, as I mentioned, you'll get a link. That link is to a monday.com form, which is what we use as our sort of like base of operations in Uncommonly More. It's where our, our podcast dashboards are. I'm certified in it. It's a, it's a whole thing. It, we live and die in Monday. Everything happens in Monday here. So that for, those forms get submitted. So I have a list of those questions. So again, after those quarterly calls, I sit down and do my quarterly planning. I go and I review those roundtable questions that were submitted. I review my contact form because we get questions and stuff like this submitted there sometimes too. People will just email me with questions because they listen to the podcast. Awesome. Here's a podcast episode to listen to to answer your question. Uh, I go through my DMs. When I get questions, I know I get a lot in my DMs. I actually make a note in Monday. So again, when I do this quarterly planning, I have all of these resources there. And so I look through those things and I say, what am I selling this quarter? And in most cases, I'm selling the same thing. The big difference for me in my quarterly planning and the what am I selling question is, are we running the Profitable Podcaster Mastermind this quarter? Like where in that sales cycle are we? That's honestly the biggest question. And so it's fairly easy for me to put together those assets because again, we're selling the same thing on a loop over and over. (laughs) And I build out, this is education on the problem, This is education on the solution. These are my conversion episodes. My conversion episodes are made up of social proof, audio sales pages, things like that. But they have to sit there so that as I educate you towards a solution, we then have that conversion point. You have an opportunity to make a decision. Because when I'm educating towards a solution, I'm also educating you into a purchase decision. And that's what we're talking about when we talk about episodes like this one, where I'm helping you better identify a problem. Again, you're listening to this and you're thinking through, am I answering the same questions in DMs over and over again? What are the themes that come up in client calls over and over again? What are the questions I get asked all the time on sales calls? There's your content. And when you start building that, you start building a resource library, a resource library that you can use to send those questions that come in 
from early lead support and inbox management. This is also how we delegate those things because we can we now have a resource library where our team, our OBM, our customer support team, our assistants, whatever they might be, that first line of defense in our inbox, they don't have to come to me and say, hey, Stace, somebody asked a question about like what it really means for nurture content. Can you respond to that email? No. They go into the podcast dashboard. They search sort of the keywords of the question. And they can pull up a podcast episode that answers that question. And they say, hey, Stacey actually talks about this on the podcast in this episode and this episode. These are great ones to look at. She also helps clients with this inside of this offer. So if you want to learn more about that, this is a, an episode that talks all about that. So now we've sent a real sales-focused email because we've given them all the resources they need to identify that the problem they think they have is actually the problem they have because we're educating to the problem. Some next steps to start moving in the direction of a solution because we're educating on the solution. And some long-term next steps about how they can get real tangible support with me and convert into clients. And I, nobody reached out to me. Nobody asked me what to send or how to send it. This is how you delegate that kind of support is you start building these resources. This is how you streamline the time you're spending in DMs. Like I mentioned, I've got episodes when people send me the same questions over and over, which again, is not bad. It means we're doing this well. It's called branding. Like it, it means people understand what problems to come to me with. That's a good thing. However, I want to maximize my time, right? I want to be able to support as many people as possible, as efficiently as possible, so that A, from a business growth and revenue perspective, we're doing that. But also, so as many people get the help they need as possible, I, I'm, I'm doing the work I want to do in the world, right? And so I have saved replies that at least start my response. So I'm going in and I'm filling in the specifics, but I don't have to go find that link and put it together and send it to you. I can go, oh, and I, I have keywords for each one, and it pulls up the problem. I, I write a little note and I send it their way. Now they've had the next steps they need. I have been able to be of a support and it didn't take me two and a half hours to get through my DMs today. I want you to look at how you can be doing this more. And frankly, if you're doing this at all now, I want you to take some time as you listen to this episode. I'm going to keep this one super short because I want this to be something you action on. I want this to be something you're thinking about as you look at the content you've put out over the last quarter, over the last six months, even over the last year. Are you building content that helps free up your time, that better holds your boundaries, that helps educate your listeners on their problem, on possible solutions, on how they can work with you? Are you educating them into a purchase decision or are you educating them into feeling like they're doing something about the thing that's wrong? The last thing I want is for anyone to be using this podcast as a way to feel like they're solving their problem. It's kind of like, you know, I've talked about this a lot, procrastinating. I'm really guilty of this. 
instead of actually working on a project, I will like plan another one. <laughs> I will go, oh, I can't, I can't work on this until I really sit down and I map it all. And oftentimes if I just start getting into it, the map will show itself. As long as I put down some big rocks, I'll get through. But it's easy for me to not get to work developing that program or writing that copy because I need to plan these other things. <laughs> it's really easy for me to not do the thing I need to do, but I can feel like I'm working. I can feel like I'm doing something. I can feel like I'm taking action when I'm not. And that's often what content consumption is. It's a really good way to feel like we're addressing an issue. How many times have you had an issue with a team member or a frustration with a tool, and your first instinct was to go listen to a podcast all about building a better team, or listening to a podcast all about building a process, instead of sitting down and actually building the process, instead of sitting down and addressing the issue with your team. Whatever the case might be, I don't want your content to sit as a way to feel like they're doing something. And that's where we sit in nurture instead of education. And so Look at your show. Assess your show. What episodes, as you've done them, are educating about the problem, are educating about the solution? And which episodes are just nurturing, are just filling in time and talking about what you talk about because you needed to check the box of getting an episode out that week? How many assets are you building versus how many episodes are you building? I want you to be building a lot more assets than episodes. Again, this is the work we do with our clients. This is the point of our quarterly strategy calls with clients. If that's something you're interested in getting support in, head on over to uncommonlymore.com. The best first bite of this is the podcast strategy intensive. So head on over to uncommonlymore.com slash intensive and book a call and we can have a chat. We can see if it's the right fit for where you are right now. We can talk about what the process looks like. And we can get you moving from frustration to solution. Not just feeling like it, but actually doing it. All right? I'll see you right back here next week. Thanks so much for listening to the show. Remember that content consumption does not make changes. So commit to doing something from today's episode. Maybe it's taking action on what we talked about. Maybe it's reaching out to me and learning more about podcast strategy intensives or what podcast production looks like with our team. All of that is over at uncommonlymore.com. And if you haven't yet signed up for the podcast newsroom, I want to remind you that is a great next step. If you're not really sure what comes next, hang out over there, get those exclusive private episodes. That's over at podcastnewsroom.com. And the last favor I will ask, because social proof is endlessly important for sure, is to leave a rating or review for the show. If you go to ratethispodcast.com slash more, that's the easiest way to do it. But I would love to hear what you thought of the show, what you think of the show, and if the show has been helpful for you. I can't wait to chat with you. So this is just the start of the conversation. Reach out so we can keep it going. Talk soon.